Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David, episode number 80, what, 82. <laughs> Sorry, I had it in my mind and I just slipped. I was trying to get strapped in and all that. And uh, yeah, it's been a busy, busy, very busy week, but it's been a very awesome week. I feel like I've got a lot accomplished. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm I'm making contributions here to really get, you know, get things rolling business-wise for me. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, yesterday I talked about wanting to feature um, uh, Small Town Murder and Crime and Sports on my podcast, um, Index Business site, blog site and all that. And so I reached out to uh, Jimmy Wisman uh, this morning. And, uh, you know, told him I'm, like, not looking for anything, you know, money-wise or anything like that. I just wanted to feature their shows on my uh, blog and, um, you know, Instagram and all that. And just I just wanted to get their blessing, permission, whatever, before I did that. And so, you know, that's cool. Uh, everything's going good there. Um, yeah, and... Uh, reached out to a couple other people that I know have podcasts, and, uh, yeah, so, you know, the ball's rolling there, I've got one featured already, one new one, uh, building from the bottom, which I've talked to you guys before, uh, Gareth Rafferty's, uh, podcast, and he's got so much great information, and I think he's gonna make huge waves in the, uh, you know, digital marketing and, uh, social advertising spaces, He's still in university, but he's already got such a great plan. I mean, he's so he's so serious and driven, you know, that, you know, I really think, uh, you know, think that things are going to work out well for him in the business world for sure. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's just really awesome. And, you know, thank you guys for over the last two days listening to me rant and talk about this stuff, but... You know, it's important, and, and I'm trying to tell you guys what I'm doing so you know, um, you know, so you can, uh, if you're interested in being a part of it, you know, as far as having your podcast featured, there's that. Also, just to give you some guy, maybe spark some ideas um, of, you know, here's how the best way to kickstart this stuff. You know, I mean, eventually, probably, you know, I'm hoping to get requests in for it where people are like, oh, you know, I saw that you're, you have this site, you know, I'd like to be added. That's what I'm working on right now is getting all that stuff put together. Um, and, uh, and then of course, obviously getting to the point where I feature people, you know, without, you know, like doing like actual reviews and stuff, you know, that's, that's my down the road goals for that. Um, but yeah, and so, you know, the other day also, um, went to the, um, Charlotte Checkers, uh, season ticket holder event. Um, I didn't really talk about that, uh, but it was super cool. It was great. Um, every year they do that for the season ticket holders. My wife and I have been season ticket holders for, uh, three years now, and, um, wife's a huge hockey fan she really kind of got me into it and uh of course I you know and I told this to a couple of the guys um uh while we were there you know um 
that I used to watch hockey, you know, years ago, you know, because I enjoyed the fights. So, you know, I actually played uh, the ice hockey game on Nintendo, you know, ice hockey, uh, and loved that. So I enjoyed watching hockey because of the fights and everything. I thought that was just really cool because most sports, it, it was so civilized. I mean, nowadays, you know, in baseball and basketball, it's not unusual to see fights quite often, you know, uh, somebody just decks somebody, or, like, on baseball, it's, like, almost in between, whenever I'm watching baseball, and I don't watch it often, but it seems like I just happen to be watching it or sitting somewhere where it's on, when, like, somebody beans the, the, uh, guy up at bat, and both dugouts just empty, and it turns into, like, a street fight, you know, they, they, they put on their bandanas, and, you know, like, I, I always imagine it happening, like, Thriller, or not Thriller, God, Thriller, Bad, by Michael Jackson, you know, but anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, there's, there's that, and, but back then, you know, the only people that really fought in sports were hockey players, they were expected to, you know, it was back when goons were around, and, you know, I watched when, uh, I was a huge fan of Wayne Gretzky, and of course, if you remember the the cartoon, he was actually in a cartoon uh, or featured. It wasn't actually him. You know, there were people that were voicing him and uh, and uh, Michael Jordan and God, who was the other person? I can't remember. It was, it was three different. Bo Jackson. There we go. Good old Bo knows baseball and football. It was a phenomenal player in both sports. I had a huge amount of respect for Bo Jackson and uh, of course Michael. J- Michael Jordan, I mean, he's a freaking legend. Who doesn't know who Michael Jordan is? And, of course, he happens to be the owner of the Charlotte Hornets. So that's cool, too. It's kind of come full circle. He he started playing in, you know, in North Carolina, went to the Bulls. I was a huge fan of him in both North Carolina and the Bulls. And then uh, now he owns local team in the city I live in. So that's very, very awesome. Um, so, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's really cool, you know, because they always, they, they introduce all the players, you know, the new players, the, the veterans, um, and then they all go out and, like, mingle, and you can go talk with them and, and, and get to know them. And my wife was super stoked because one of her favorite players is Zach Stortini. Uh, he's number 21 on the team, which happens to be my wife's favorite number because she's a huge fan of Rush, um, which they're, you know, one of their most well-known albums, 2112. So, you know, she loves 21. That's one of her favorite numbers. Um, or actually, that is her favorite number. What am I saying? Um, but, yeah, and she was super stoked to get to talk to him again. And, of course, he remembered us, and that was awesome. He was like, good to see you guys this year because this is his second year playing for, uh, playing for the Checkers. And, yeah, I mean, we just love him. And, and you know, he's just he's a showman. You know, um, he, he uh, you know, gets to, uh, when he gets to fight, you know, he puts on a good show, and he, he's awesome. He's like an old-school hockey player, and I think that's why I'm a huge fan of his as well, is that he reminds me of the, the, the days, the old days where, you know, it was really big to fight. Now they break him up most of the time, you know, but I have seen huge brawls. Um, I think uh, there was one hockey game we were at, two seasons ago where there was uh, I want to say like somewhere in the neighborhood of 153 penalty minutes issued <laughs> in the game uh, because of a huge brawl where both sides like just came out and just started going at it and yeah it was it was, it was like a record 
uh, for penalty minutes in a game uh, for the checkers. I think it might have actually been an AHL record, too, or it was close to breaking the AHL record uh, for most penalty minutes in a game. But we don't actually play in that same league anymore, and the Admirals are very dirty players. Um, No offense to anyone who's an Admirals fan out there. You know, fighting is part of what hockey's about, but... uh, you know that there are there are the mild teams, and then there are the like really fighting, dirty teams, and they are, are sort just like in wrestling, you know, where you have the good guys and the bad guys. And I feel like the admirals are more on the would be on the side of the bad guys if we we're talking about wrestling. Um, and you know, the funny thing is, I'm not really even a huge sports fan, but you know, I know enough about it to talk about it because you know most guys are sports fans so I try and keep up because I, I don't really follow football I don't really follow baseball I don't really follow basketball but I keep knowledge of it enough that if there's guys talking about sports thing and I'm just sitting there like okay I can contribute okay yeah that game yeah when he did that play and he did this and oh man that was awesome you know I keep up with enough for that hockey's really my thing <laughs> Uh, beyond that, most other sports I really don't follow that much anymore, aside from just having a passing knowledge and knowing a few highlights, things like that, that, that I can use in conversation. Yeah, because otherwise, I mean, it used to be, I'd be sitting there and people would be like, talking about sports, I'm just sitting there, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. And I know that's kind of weird. I don't know why, I just, I've never been, you know, been into sports that much. And, uh, yeah, I guess maybe it's because I've been, always been more of a nerd, so, not that I ever was, well, I was bullied by one person who <laughs> was a football player, but most of the other people are, I was, you know, bullied by uh, growing up as a kid, as you guys heard in my episode where I talked about um, depression uh, and, and bullying and stuff like that, you know, weren't, uh, weren't sports, they were just, you know, they were just bullies in school, like Nelson from The Simpsons. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, yeah, I mean, there, there's, you know, a lot of good things, uh, we got to talk to our main goaltender, uh, Alex, I'm probably going to butcher his last name, Alex Denjedevic, some, uh, Netty, <laughs> that's his, that's his nickname that the fans and everybody's given him, so Netty, uh, and, uh, you know, he was the only goalie to score a goal in the AHL last year. Um, there was an open net, and he actually was just kicking the puck back to get it away from him to make the uh, opposing team run for it, and it ended up going in the goal, which was awesome. It's not often that goaltenders score uh, goals. Uh, it's pretty rare, actually, so that was awesome. And I, Of course, I mentioned, I said, you know, one of my favorite highlights from the previous season was uh, he had had the flu. He'd been out for a couple games, and this was his first game back after having the flu. And um, there was a guy on almost on a breakaway, you know, coming towards him, and he just starts skating out, leaving the net. And it's like, what are you doing? We, you know, me and my wife are just like, holy crap, what's going on? You know, goaltenders don't leave the net. That's kind of their space. He goes out and and uh, puts his stick under the guy's skate and trips him. Ends up getting a penalty. It was like, I was just like, holy crap, Nettie is back, and he is back taking no prisoners. 
wow, you know, I just had mad respect for him after that, and uh, that was just, that was awesome, so I made sure to mention that, I was like, yeah, the, the goal, you know, we're hoping to get another goal this year, and, you know, I love that, you know, I know you got a penalty and everything, but that was probably the coolest thing I've ever seen, because I've never seen a goaltender get into the game like that, and, uh, you know, so that was really cool, and we talked to a lot of other of the players, and, and my wife got pictures with all of them and everything, so it was a lot of fun. You know, and, and, you know, it's cool that the checkers, and I'm sure other sports teams put that type of stuff on for their for their season ticket holders. It's just this is my first experience with it. Um, this, you know, I'm new to the uh, season ticket holding. You know, I might go check out a game here and there. You know, like I go to the local Charlotte Knights games occasionally. Uh, but I don't, you know, have box seats or anything like that. I just, you know, grab a ticket and go, you know, show up because it's just like two blocks from where I work so yeah it's just easy to get to right <laughs> but yeah so there was that and uh, yeah that was really cool um, I'm getting ready to go out to the Outer Banks uh, actually be leaving uh, Friday morning for the Outer Banks uh, I'll be going to Kitty Hawk and Kill Devil Hills and if you guys are familiar with, uh, you know, aviation history, um, that is where the Wright brothers uh, did their first uh, test flight in Kill Devil Hills. Um, and then the actual first successful sustained flight was in Kitty Hawk. And there is actually a small airport now there at the Wilbur and Orville Wright Monument Museum thing. There's actually a little, you know, a small uh, airport, private, you know, airport there. So, really sucks because I didn't realize I could fly in there. That'd be really cool if I could have booked a flight. But they ran me a car to go up there because it's work-related. So, uh, they ran me a car and I'll be driving up there. And it's amazing how long of a drive it is because, um, you know, as you guys know, I live in Charlotte, which is in North Carolina. The Outer Banks are in North Carolina as well. And on Google Maps, in optimum traffic, you know, perfect conditions and me not stopping at all, it's six hours and 45 minutes to get there. That's the Google Maps estimate. Now, obviously, I'm going to have to stop for gas, uh, snacks, or food, um, you know, use the bathroom, things like that. So it's probably going to be closer to seven and a half hours, um, you know, when it's all said and done, maybe eight, depending on, you know, if I actually stop to eat in the restaurant or if I just go to the drive-thru. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's a long ways. You wouldn't think it'd be that long of a drive when I'm actually in the state I'm going to, you know. But uh, North Carolina is a very long state. And uh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember when we went for my sister's uh, wedding. Uh, she got married in Gold. Goldsboro. Goldsboro, maybe terrible names, aren't I? <laughs> but yeah, so that's where her husband was from. And it was a hot summer day. Hot, super hot summer day. 
um, it was record breaking. It was like in the hundreds. Uh, we had her um, cake in the car. Uh, we were in my dad's uh, station wagon because it was big enough to hold all four of us plus all of my wife's wedding stuff because my mom was planning the the wedding and doing all the major work on it and uh, you know she was um, you know obviously in Charlotte too you know my, my sister was my dad was and uh, I was of course going to the wedding you know uh, actually ended up doing the filming for the wedding because they didn't really have anybody to do that and um, so yeah and um, we're driving to Goldsboro and it is a six hour drive because there's no major interstate to get there it's all highways and state routes uh, like minor highways and state routes um, and you know like I said record breaking heat so day we're driving out there we're stuck in traffic because it also happens to be there was a huge race event going on in Concord because I think it was it was right around you know Memorial Day so you know Coca-Cola 600 <laughs> you know so we're trying to drive to Goldsboro to get there for my sister's wedding and stuck in traffic in Concord the air conditioner in my dad's car goes out you know, which wouldn't have been a huge deal. I mean, we were sweating half to death. Thankfully, we had plenty of water and supplies. Um, and my brother-in-law was with us as well. So we had plenty of stuff. And we had the groom. We had the bride. You know, so we could have, you know, stopped if we had to, to have the wedding somewhere within the state. But uh, we wanted to have it there because that's where he's from. And so his family wouldn't have to travel, uh, you know, because they not, you know, as financially well off, so made it, made more sense to have it there, you know, for them, and yeah, so, you know, we're driving for six hours with no air conditioning, um, just trying to, trying to make it, my mom had to call ahead to, uh, to his mom and said, hey, can you go to Walmart or grocery store or wherever it is that you would go to buy a cake uh, in your town and go buy a cake and have it there for the wedding because this cake will be ruined because obviously um, you know it's super hot it's super humid it's muggy it's gross we're all sweating we have the windows down and my mom's got this cake in the back that is baking uh, I mean it was obviously sealed in a you know, cake moving container that she had because my mom used to uh, do weddings for people and help them you know as far as uh, coordinating and baking and photography and whatever whatever they needed you know back in the uh, 80s so you know she had all of those supplies so she did the cake and everything and it was great of course it wasn't good by the time we got there six hours later because it was gooey nasty mess from the heat um, but yeah, so, you know, it's amazing. You know, you don't think about how big a state is until you are driving along it or across it lengthwise, <laughs> you know, or on its longest point. Uh, you know, if the state's taller, I mean, you know, if you're in Illinois, 
you know, obviously driving north to south or south to north would be the longest. And I've traveled through Illinois, you know, width-wise. So, you know, when I was coming cross-country and, uh, you know, it wasn't too bad. Um, you know, because obviously I came, well, we went <laughs> pretty much all the way down the uh, down California from San Jose. We got married in Monterey. And we drove south until we could hit 40 to go to Vegas because my wife wanted to go to Vegas uh, for a, for a night because um, you know, she loves traveling to Vegas. And so we did that. So we pretty much drove the whole length or most of the length of California. And then we drove through, you know, Nevada, dipped into Utah, went through uh, Colorado so we could catch 64 across because... My wife's got family in Colorado, and she wanted to see them since we were driving cross-country. Why not? Of course, I was like, well, that makes perfect sense because, you know, why not? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we went we went through Colorado, Kansas, uh, the most boring state ever. Um, and it's true because you would think Kansas and the fact that The Wizard of Oz is such a huge influential movie um, and all of that... But the Wizard of Oz movie, uh, or the Wizard of Oz, um, sorry, museum, uh, is actually in Nebraska. Matter of fact, it's one of the first signs we saw when we were driving, when we entered Kansas after the obligatory Welcome to Kansas sign. One of the first billboards we saw is, hey, check out the Wizard of Oz museum up on this highway and head north into Nebraska. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. You know, Frank Baum, the writer of The Wizard of Oz, lived in Kansas. Um, you know, when he started writing these stories and telling these stories to his niece. Um, and, uh, you know, not to mention Dorothy, which was actually his niece. He was telling stories, of, you know, and she was his main inspiration for The Wizard of Oz. <clears throat> was in Kansas, uh, the line, we're not in Kansas anymore, which is apparently true because it's actually Nebraska. Who knew, right? I mean, spoiler alert, if you've never seen The Wizard of Oz, which I'm discovering more and more people who haven't. It's weird because The Wizard of Oz is just like one of those movies that, like, you just assume everybody's seen, you know? And then when my wife tells me that she hasn't seen it, and I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> You know, it was really, really weird because, you know, everyone I know has seen it, you know, and she was the first one. And then as I start talking about the fact that she hasn't seen it, I start finding more and more people who have not seen it. And it's like, okay. Um, I mean, not that it's, it's just, you know, a lot of people have not seen a lot of movies. It's just weird because... That was one of those, like, obligatory kid movies that, like, <clears throat> I watched growing up. You know, it was just one of those things. And, uh, you know, so there was, like, certain movies that everybody saw. Just like, you know, a lot of people have seen, like, all the, the um, you know, like, Pretty in Pink and The Breakfast Club and stuff like that. You know, there's just these movies that people watch. So, you know, classics. And 
you know, it was just weird to find somebody who hadn't seen that, especially, you know, my wife manages a movie theater too, so that was kind of odd. But anyway, so, so with that being said, you know, um, there's some insight into my travels and everything, and, uh, Again, thank you guys so much for being a part of the show and listening. And if you're interested, you know, in, in, you know, advertising your podcast at no cost to you, you know, definitely reach out to me. Um, I'll put the links in the description for the site. And I hope you guys have a fantastic day. And Car Thoughts out. Hey, everybody. David here from Car Thoughts with David. And I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book. Because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So, I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting. Lessons learned, lessons shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.